So what's on the agenda today? Like every day. Hunting vampires. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies from There's New Bully. Me host Leroy, aka the Donut Glazer, with my co-host. Uh, this is Eli, aka IG ADHD. There you go. I realize, Eli, no matter what we say, people are gonna take it sexual. So at the beginning of it. So <laughs> <laughs> might as well let the mind wander. Yeah. And we're back with another episode. And yeah, we just want to start it with it. It's a it's a slow week. It's a slow week. But we have a show. I look at the notes, we got a always, full show. We always hey. got something. Yeah, because you know why? Because crazy shit always happens at the end of the week. <laughs> so no matter what happens, we're going to have something to talk about. If nothing else, we got comics. So, yeah, we just jump into it. We're just going to start off with uh, pay, our, you know, pay our respects uh, to some actors that passed. And honestly, I don't even think this is everybody. I think this is just who I know of at the time. The other people I saw on the list, I was like, I've never heard of you. So I don't know. Uh, but we want to talk about this. We want to talk about Olivia Newton-John. Uh, Eli wants me to take point on this because obviously he was an Olivia Newton-John fan. I'm like. I know who she is. Like, are you a millennial or something? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I saw Grease once. <laughs> okay. Girl, she was only in Grease 1. Like I said, Grease 2, that was uh, Michelle Pfeiffer. So, yeah, uh, playing well, a role. She, like I said, this, uh, this is Olivia okay. Newton-John. Yeah, talk about briefly about, uh, briefly about Olivia Newton-John. Like I said, she done a lot of stuff. She was a triple threat. You know, that was rare around that time. You know, she sang, danced, act, did everything. Anytime you turn around, she was doing something. She was always singing. She had, like, so many albums. I can't remember all the albums out there. Like I said, she was in Greece. You know, that was her biggest role. One of the biggest things about that role was that well, she was also in John Travolta, where she was playing the good girl, the goody two-shoes, you know. Uh, and then at the end, bam, the bad girl. Uh-oh. You know, this is where... Our love for toxic women started right here, Eli. Right here at this moment, you know. Was it? I don't know. I, it, for me, it was, it, for me, it was Janet Jackson in the Pleasure Principle video. That was that was that was, that was a decade later. That was a decade later. You know, <laughs> Olivia New John got you ready for Janet Jackson. You know? uh, like I said, she was America's sweetheart, even though she was Australian. You know, that's the thing. Oh, uh, <laughs> she was also in this weird movie, Eli. Everybody knows Greece. Everybody knows Greece. Greece is a thing. But do you remember Xanadu? I've heard of it. I've never seen it, though. You've never seen it. I've seen it. No. This oh, yeah. movie proves. What's the score? Slap every... a score on it. Xanadu? <laughs> Man. Uh, his... <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know how to slap a score on it because after I watched it, I was like, what the fuck did I watch? That's the thing I was like. It's a roller skating space sci-fi fantasy musical. So do with that what you will. She had a video at the end of it. It was a thing. Uh, it just proves that everybody that made entertainment in the 80s was on cocaine. That Xanadu is the proof. Just go watch Xanadu. And it also, was it in I the 80s? Xanadu, I thought it was, it was in the well, 70s. 1980. 
So it was right okay. there, right on the cusp of it. Yeah, so it yeah. set the tone. Disco, you know, cocaine. Disco, roller skating. Roller skating was huge roller in the skating. 80s. And Zandu <laughs> yeah. was all about roller skating, you know. Uh, but honestly, Eli, none of that is what I know Olivia Newton-John for the most. Not Grease, not Xanadu, not all that stuff. Like, this is what I know Olivia Newton-John from. This first time I heard her. Physical. Because oh, yeah. remember, she was song. like, she was kind of like a teeny bopper in the 70s. You had this good girl image. So she decided to jump on the physical craze because for those that went in the 80s, if you don't know, the 80s was when America wanted to get fit. It was all about fitness then. You had like big dudes like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, uh, Lou Ferrigno, hell, Hulk Hogan, you know, all these dudes right here. So they were like, I want to get swollen. I want to get fit. The 20-minute workout. The tw- Everybody had a workout tape. Everybody. 20-minute so work- introduced me to porn. What? <laughs> don't you remember uh, the yeah, 20 yeah. minute one? This is before your time. Is it before your time? Okay, yeah. You I was like, well, I don't know where we're going with this. <laughs> you ever seen the 20 minute workout where the chicks just work? It's just like saw soft glow and chicks like bending over for 20 minutes. And it was on no, TV. I, no, and, like, you know, I remember I remember seeing it, you know, before I knew what a boner was. I think I'd say, Oh, my wiener's growing, but I didn't know what I, that it was called a boner. But I, I, I knew it was doing something to me. Happening? But I didn't know why. Well, I, you know, I'm like, hmm. Was it actually a porno or was it just like no, a commercial? It, it, was, it was just, it was a workout show. It came on every day. It was a 20 minute workout. Hot chicks and spandex and, and oh, leg warmers. Okay. Bending okay. over and doing squats for 20 I'm with minutes. You. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. Four and o'clock a, afternoon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was right. a little kid <laughs> watching it going, damn, this is brilliant. And I don't know why. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jane Fonda had those workout tapes. Everybody had workout tapes. <laughs> yeah. But. Like I said, Olivia Newton John wanted to jump on the craze also. She wanted to jump on the Let's Get Physical Tape. And anytime you went to the gym or you worked out, you heard this song in the background. This song was huge. But here's the thing, Eli. Listening to those lyrics, she's talking about sex. And I didn't realize that. The whole song is about sex. Is <laughs> so I'm like, damn. Olivia you sure? Was, or is it just how it, you're taking it? <laughs> okay, I understand. I got a fucked up mind. I get that. Like, I hear shit that other people don't hear. But no, if you break down these lyrics and listen to the lyrics, she Maybe is, she's talking about fighting. <laughs> physical. All right, because she might watch the Rocky movie and she was like, yeah, like, no. She's talking about fucking oh. in that song. It's 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 about sex. There is, you go go to uh Wikipedia or wherever, Genius or whatever you want to go, break down those lyrics. Look at the lyrics. She is talking about nothing else but sex in that song. It ain't about being physical. It ain't about getting in shape. No, she wants to work out. She wants to hear your body talk. Yeah, well, that's what every yeah. radio song is about. Every radio our song in the radio is about sex or love or wanting to fuck or not fucking or you know being mm. you know b- being sad because you're not fucking anymore. You know, longing yeah. to fuck somebody. That's every song on the radio, except for one song, Prince. I will die for you. <laughs> he's talking about no. jesus in it though oh is he oh yeah you sure i thought he wanted to fuck well not no jesus, he's talking about jesus he's talking about god in that song it's a gospel song is it <laughs> yes no way you gotta listen to the lyrics anyway we're getting off subject <laughs> so what's darling nikki about <laughs> no, he's talking about fucking on that so you- <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay, but rest in peace to Living New John. Like I said, she go. Okay, so we can move all past that. Uh now this is a no, not that one. I might have been on the wrong person the whole time. Let's see. Where is it? Did I make one? Oh, I didn't make it. Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna go to this. Uh wanna say rest in peace to Anne Hache also, but it's a weird one because we're saying rest in peace, but she technically might not even be dead. 
yet. I thought she. I thought. I thought she does. Well, here's the thing. Okay, so California has some weird rules. So they took her off life support today, like a few hours ago, and they say the moment you take you off life support in California, you're already declared legally dead, regardless of what your body does. So it's eventually going to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. But legally, she's declared dead, so we're just gonna go with that. So anyway, rest peace to Anne H. Anne H. Want to talk about Anne H. for a second? Now, Eli, I know you. Somewhat familiar with Anne Hayes, right? I I am. I know who she, again. I know who she is. I've seen. Okay, her. tons of movies, actress, all stuff like that. People say she lived a controversial life. She had a controversial death. Her death, I'm not going to get into it, but it will be a topic of discussion for bigger podcasts than us in the future. We're not going to go there. I do want to say some things that she was known for. Like I said, she was known for. Uh, I just want to show a picture of her. Like I said, it's her. Uh, in the '90s. It was a weird time. The 90s was a weird time. Just like the 80s was a weird time. 90s was a weird time because that was the time when we found out that Ellen DeGeneres was gay. Believe it or not, before then, we didn't know. Think how weird that was that there was a time that we didn't know Ellen DeGeneres was gay. Just looking at her. And when it finally came out, it was like a shitstorm. Oh, it was everywhere. It was like, what? Yeah, and like, yeah. If there was a Facebook back then <laughs> it was everywhere it was everywhere but the thing was yeah. people don't remember that when she came out her first girlfriend that she came out with was Anne Hayes. Mm-hmm. people people forget that and man they were huge they was the couple at the time people never seen an uh open lesbian hollywood couple before that's just new they were so big like that you know what happened that night i'm just <laughs> <laughs> 90s kids know <laughs> but yeah uh yeah but that's the thing about Anne hey so like i said she was so she kind of kicked down the doors and barriers she was kind of like a lgbt icon just because she hitched her wagon to ellen at the time but she was even weirder because okay we didn't know ellen jennifer was gay but then at the same time we saw Anne hayes with dudes and shit like this so like wait a minute when you just with a woman she, i'm bisexual you're what the fuck is that we didn't even know what that was at the time like you yeah. can be with a man and a woman there was no was, porn hub. We didn't have those categories back then. Right. We didn't know that shit. You could just isolate it and that's it. We didn't know. We thought you had to choose. It's an assignment. You're like, okay, you went that way. You stay that way. You can't flip flop and go back and forth and like, okay. Yeah. So yeah, she's an LGBT icon along with Ellen. So yeah. And plus she was a great actress also. She was in like a shit ton of movies. I'm not going to name all the shit she was in. You have seen her before. She's been in plenty of movies. Uh, Yeah. I was gonna say about that. She played Lois Lane one time, and we, yeah, but good, good. Did she? Okay. In what? Uh, Lois and Clark. Not, not, not in like a cartoon. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. One, one of those million DC cartoons she did. But yeah. Well, I'll just say this. I mean, uh, yeah, good journey to her. Um, but I'll just say shout out to Salman Rushdie. It's fucked up what happened to him the other day, and I guess he's now recovering. So glad Ooh. he's pulling through. It- who is that? So, Salman Rushdie is that novelist that got um he wrote that satanic versus book back in the was it the late 80s and it pissed off a bunch of uh you know extremist Muslims but Ayatollah Khomeini put a hit out on him and he had to like live in like hiding for like a long time um because people were trying to assassinate him for you know you know writing this book that had that showed religious figures in a controversial light and he's been under yeah he was under like like in hiding for a lot of his life well on friday he did a a talk on at a at a college in new york or whatever 
and somebody rushed the stage and stabbed him in the neck. Um, wow. He did survive, and he's, uh, I guess he's recovering. So, but is he is him. he stable or? I guess he's yeah. I guess he is. He's been he went through a bunch of surgeries and he's basically stabilized now. Um, so wow. shout out to him and for you know speaking his mind and you know freedom of speech. Everyone ta- takes freedom of speech for granted, you know. And it, it just it just uh, it goes to show that you know extreme religious extremists have been around for a long time. We're seeing that that's kind of coming up. Lately, um, people kind of uh, trying to make religion into sort of a law, laws, <laughs> and uh, um, he was a victim of it now. I mean, he's been a victim of it of his whole life. I mean, he had to be in hiding because he pissed off all these religious fanatics who wanted to kill him over, you know, religion, over who created the earth. <laughs> you know, it's, right. it's pretty, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty um, stupid. When I when you think about it, but he's pulling through, and uh, so shout out to Salman Rushdie, speedy recovery, keep your head up. <laughs> okay. All right, all right. So now we actually get into the show. I think we we're done with the uh, preliminary parts of it. Uh, we saw a movie. Well, Eli, you saw a movie. You told me to go watch a movie, and I watched the movie after I got off work today. I watched it right before we got on this podcast, so it's still like fresh in my mind. And what we're going to talk about is not a living Newton John. <laughs> Why I keep coming back to that? This day shift. We're gonna talk about day shift. Uh, for those who don't know what day shift is, it is a Netflix movie that came out this weekend. Uh, it is starring Jamie Foxx. He's in the movie and Snoop Dogg and Dave Franco. Not the one that's been canceled. His brother. His brother is cool as far as we know. You know, uh, and other people. Other people I don't know, but they were in there. So yeah. Uh, but Eli, I'm gonna let you start off because, like I said, we have a rule. Like I said, this is technically in your wheelhouse in there, but I'll. I'll Put my two cents in what i think about it <laughs> okay oh because it's horror it's it's hard but not hard it's not like it's scary it was scary no shit like that no, it, was. Saying, it was yeah no. like not even a little bit it's but yeah no this is a horror action comedy horror action dark comedy type yeah yeah so. it's basically about vampire killers mm-hmm. you know it's uh jamie fox plays like a vampire hunter who is trying, you know, it, it's it's a standard um, uh, plot, you know, vampire hunter. He's trying to raise money. He gets paid to kill vampires and what, sell their fangs. And um, he's trying to raise the money for his daughter's vampire, school. More, it's got a yeah. stupid, a stupid basic plot, but you don't really give a shit about the plot. Um, it's all about the action. Yeah, he's trying to, ra- he's trying to get money, raise money. Um, he's being... I guess there's a union of vampire slayers that he belongs to. He's threat. He's being threatened. Or he, I think he got fired. And yeah, he, he they're threatening to kick yeah. him out of the union of vampire hunters because he doesn't play by the rules. So they send like uh, an agent with them to sort of you know uh, monitor him throughout his work shifts. And that's he's played by James Franco. Is it? Uh, right? Dave Franco. Dave Franco. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The, right. one of the James, James is canceled. But well, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The Franco boy. <laughs> Little Franco. Right. Um, and, and they just go on and, and they go about killing vampires and he ends up killing the wrong vampire and all the other vampires are hunting him. And it's just, it it doesn't matter. It's all about the action and the vampire killing, which this movie has plenty of. It's just, I I mean, I had a blast watching it. I thought it was a lot of fun. The, the action scenes were dope. Um, 
it had callbacks to like all your you know all your basic vampire flicks blade buffy the vampire slayer elements of from dust till dawn john carpenter's uh john carpenter's vampires which is basically a ripoff of from dust till dawn but it had you know 30 days a night all your standard vampire lore is just sandwiched into this movie and um yeah underworld all that shit um it's just a yeah it's just all about the the vampire killing you know cool action scenes cool stunts it's directed by stuntmen who worked on john wick so yeah it's basically like john wick with vampires you know really cool fast-paced fight scenes like the raid um so yeah if you, yeah i i had a lot of fun with it um some of the comedy was a little cheesy but that's what it is it's totally campy and corny and um just a just an exploitation flick and it was a lot of fun i again this should have been in theaters i would have had a blast watching this in the theaters man <laughs> so yeah okay all right so i'll just say what i had thought about it uh i think you're a little bit more excited about the movie than i was it did start <laughs> off i'm just just being honest, it was it did start off like great it got your attention at the beginning of it. he was fighting that old lady like anytime you see an old lady in a sci-fi horror slash finish, you know she's about to fight that's just not, not even a spoiler this just happened uh and it kind of where we go with this movie is like you said it, the movie is just every i know you saw is this movie is this movie this movie i just say it's every movie it's every vampire trope ever i've seen before just a standard vampire movie if you want to see Van- jamie fox kill vampires it gives you exactly what you want on the box it gives you no more no less it gives you that stunts were awesome i give you that they had some great stunts and they were long drawn out but it was always entertaining the whole time uh the best part of the movie the scene the scene stealers the movie was the narazzo brothers naruto brothers whatever you call them those guys oh and they went into the they're killing yeah. the, the the house full of teens or whatever vampire teens right whatever. that would that to me that was the best part of the movie <laughs> they that was it was just glorious killing over and over again and on top of that scott atkins was in the movie i like that's scott atkins oh, yeah. i like shit yeah yeah, and his thing, I've always seen Scott acting like he's a stuntman also, but I don't, I don't never hear him talk too much, but he talks in this one. And it turns out he's actually a, a pretty good actor, decent actor at least. Yeah. I'm like, he, okay, he, so. Yeah, he plays in kick-ass B action flicks. Like, you know, what, what's his name? Um, Michael Jai White. You like, he plays, like he always plays him like the bad guy in a Michael Jai White right. movie. The, <laughs> in any movie, those action movies with three words to him, No Way Out. Yeah. <laughs> All or alone, license too cute, yeah. Yeah, or Ray Park, you know, the guy who plays Darth Maul and Snake Eyes. Oh, always in that shit, yeah. He'll be he'll be the bad guy in a Michael Jai White movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, but my thing is, if 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 he can do all that, make him Batman. What the fuck? That's your Batman right there. Stop all this Twilight shit. I like Robert Pattinson. He's cool. But this motherfucker was Batman. He is Batman. Bruce Wayne, whole thing. He, he just walks in the room. You can see it. You he ain't gotta say who he's playing. He's just Batman. Just makes guy ask Batman. Uh, what is it like about this movie? Jamie Fox, Jamie Foxx is Jamie Foxx. You know, he gave he gave you exactly what you expected. So you was in, I was entertained the whole time. Plot was predictable. Went down the road. Dave Franco got on my fucking nerves, but you know, <laughs> I almost I yeah. kind of glad. I'm I'm glad he didn't make it a buddy comedy. He was the wacky sidekick because I if this movie was made in the nineties, it would be the reverse. Dave Franco would be the hero of this movie and Jamie Foxx would be the wacky sidekick. So I almost kind of liked it. Yeah, Chris Tucker, some shit like that. So I'm glad the role reversed on that. So I actually kind of liked it. But still, he got on my fucking nerves the whole time. I was like, whatever. Um, That's pretty much it. Every every other actor in the movie, other than Megan Good, who I love Megan Good, like like Megan Good. Yeah, who the fuck is she? She's dope. 
that's, like, that's yeah. making good. That's that's making good, man. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, everybody else, I don't know who the fuck these. Oh, Snoop. Snoop was awesome. Yeah, but Snoop, Snoop is Snoop. He, well, I yeah, thought but, he was going to be in it a little more. I was a little let down that he, there wasn't more Snoop. But here's the thing: yeah. I like Snoop, but Snoop takes you out of the movie because all you see is Snoop. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just but but you like seeing him, but you only take too much of him. So you can't like he can't be in the whole movie because take too much of him. But he was in it enough to pepper out and pick up your like, hey, it's Snoop, you know, playing a black cowboy. I'm like, okay. <laughs> With whatever. a Gatlin gun? <laughs> With a Gatlin gun. I'm like, okay. So so he he has some scene stealing moments in there. So I like that. Uh overall, like I said, for me, this is not a movie I remember. It's a another Netflix movie. I do think it's a little bit better than the other Netflix movie. I'm trying to remember how do we rank to the gray man? Uh, I haven't even watched that. I'm, I'm still trying. I'm, I don't know. It's like it's been three weeks, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around what rating would I give the gray man? And I don't know yet. But <laughs> I don't know. Well, probably not that great if you don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, logo is is not. It's like, is it here? Is it here? It's it's somewhere here, you know. But uh, I will say Here's this. I remember. Thing. I will say yeah. this. You know, had this gone into theaters, if this movie was released into theaters, they probably would have shaved about ten minutes off of it. You, you think know? it was too long? Uh, and that's the thing. Yeah, well, I it think, was an hour forty eight minutes. So yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think it was. It did drag a, a tad, a couple few times. And I think yeah. that's just Netflix. Like, fuck it. Just do what you want. It's they, on there, yeah. You know. Plus, uh, they probably get more money the more people watch per minute, stuff like that. So the what's longer that, the better. Yeah. What's, the, what's that fucking Michael Bay movie that he made that was like five hours? Six rounds, or round six or some shit. Whatever the fuck. And it was like way the fuck long. And I'm like, fuck this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, oh, yeah. You want to make a fucking, you know, you, yeah. Just don't don't cut it. Just give me your, and, give, and give plus, us your director's ca- cut. That's kind of how, how Netflix can woo directors to their you know studio also yeah. like hey do whatever the fuck you want to we're not cutting your shit just yeah. just do it you know yeah final cut is all yours you know and here's right. martin scorsese <laughs> with a four-hour gangster movie you're gonna watch every fucking minute of it <laughs> oh yeah so yeah so that, that's my thing about like overall i'm gonna slap it. i'm gonna give it a 3.5 out of five it was cool i watch it i completely forgot about it until you brought it back up again now i remember it again but yeah it's another jamie fox vampire well not another jamie because he hasn't made a bunch of them but it's a jamie fox vampire movie yeah. is exactly what you think it is in your head so yeah. yeah i'll give it a four out of five because i had fun and uh yeah cool ass action and i i was surprised i didn't think it would be that good i, I mean, it was cheesy and corny sometimes but the action made up for it Right yeah, up my action alley. was awesome. So stay that. for the action, the plot. Yeah. You won't remember. That's all it is. Or, yeah, you don't yeah. give a fuck about the, the, you know, his family and the, the, the plot. Who gives a shit? It's all about ass yeah. whooping. And I mean, they spend like know. ten minutes in the beginning of the movies explaining the plot. This is what he needs to do. This is what he needs to do. Okay, move on. Start killing vampires. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, okay, what, get, get that shit teeth? out the way. <laughs> sure. Why, why? I don't care. Just you know, shoot and stab some more vampires. <laughs> right. And, and this movie does expect you to know vampire lore from other movies yeah so you if, you if you've never seen a vampire movie before you might be a little lost but if you've seen a vampire movie before okay you expect this thing to happen this thing to happen you're standing in front of the mirror they invisible okay yeah you expect it to happen so yeah, yeah. uh yeah let's move on oh something i want to talk about i didn't put it on the list because i just thought about it right before we started recording uh i actually did watch a little bit of sandman oh yeah i want to talk about sandman for a second so, i did oh, not, not. You did not. Okay. But I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't watch the whole thing. But there's a reason I didn't watch the whole thing. Now, 
I watched the first because uh, I'm not as far like I said, this is based on a DC comic. For those who don't know what Sandman is, but this is not, don't expect this to be some kind of superhero show. It is not that. Sandman does not fly around punching people. He does not turn into sand. This is not a Spider-Man villain. This is a whole different guy. Uh, and you watch it, it's trippy, heady. Now, the only comic I ever read was Sandman 1. And when I watched that first episode, I was impressed because that first episode was damn near word for word like that comic. I was like, whoa, this is rare when you see that happen. Most time they want to, you know, change some shit and add some little razzle dazzle. Like, no, this was the comic thrown on screen with that second with that first episode. Uh, second episode was still cool. Also, uh, you, you met some more DC characters popped up, like Cain and Abel, even though they're from the Bible, but they're DC characters also. John D, uh, Dr. Destiny. They mentioned Constantine. Now, if everybody getting mad, I want you to know that Constantine is a woman in here. Constantine's been race changed. So that's what I heard. Don't flip out. <laughs> Calm down. I, I haven't made is, it to the part. Death has been race changed. Well, that was the big thing that they race changed death and they race changed death. But death was like pasty white, chalk white in the comics. So it's like she was a goth chick because that was it yes. back then. Yeah. <laughs> goth yeah, so like, yeah, that's the thing. She was a goth yo, chick. So. Yeah change it but like I, said, I haven't made it to that part yet so i don't know yet but what but the thing is so far to me the show is awesome i'm into the show the reason That's i didn't just binge watch and just go through it because it's neil gaiman if you haven't read because neil gaiman's hand is all over this show just like his name was all over the comics and neil gaiman throws a lot of shit in his stuff you just can't sit back and just zone out and be like sandman put somebody this this ain't that you got to sit back and think and ponder about what's going on. Yeah, so I want to take was, my time. I don't want to rush through it. Yeah. I was never a fan. I, I might sound shitty to a lot of people. Cause this is like the shit to everybody. You know, I, I could, I just never my thing. I couldn't get into it. I appreciate what it is. Um, I have friends that were super into it, especially when it first dropped. Right. Um, I mean, people were acting like, like this was their new religion. When yeah, Sandman came yeah, out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was just wasn't my thing. You know, I, I read some stuff. One guy in college was super into, was super into it. And, you know, I tried giving it a whirl. I tried reading some and I, I just didn't. It's, it, it's yeah. a different comic. It's a it, different yeah. flavor. Yeah. It's like, it, it's yeah. a slow burn. Like the well, comic yeah, is it, tough. That's why I only read one of them fuckers because well, yeah. one will take, I mean, take a light out of it. Well, yeah, and Neil Gaiman, he brings in mythology, he brings in religion, he brings in, you know, fantasy and, you know, uh, you know, Greek yeah. mythology, Viking mythology, everybody's yeah. mythology. Right. And, <laughs> like, and with I'm Sandman, just, it's just like yeah. all of that shit is in here. It's just he just yeah. throwing at you and he don't explain. He like, if you if you catch it, cool, but I'm yeah. just going to give you everything. Yeah. And I, I appreciate how it's in, it's influenced. It has influenced many other things that i like the matrix i mean morpheus you know <laughs> mm -hmm. and some of the dream shit that you know the, all that dream shit um you know so i appreciate its its impact that it's had on comics and and you know and pop culture but it was just never my thing i i just could you know it's yeah you know i just couldn't get into it you know but that's just me so yeah i have not watched this show i i thought about watching it but I've been watching Prey all week, so I, <laughs> and then hey, I said I took uh, a I took a break I took a break from Prey and watched Day Shift. 
<laughs> <laughs> then we're back to pray. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what I'm saying. So it's, it's hard for me to recommend Sam, Sandman. Because like I said, if you say, oh, it's based on a comic book, people have already this notion of what they expect it to yeah. be. You know? It's not superheroes. It's, well, it's not su- not really. But they have powers. They have abilities. But this right. isn't. They're not rescuing cats out of the tree. They're not saving the world from some big, gigantic, apocalyptic cataclysm or anything. It's, if anything, they, most of them causing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so. yeah. I mean, it, it could, you know, it, it might hit better these days, you know? Yeah. And, and Sandman has dipped his toe into the superhero side of shit. Like when Grant Morrison wrote, wrote, wrote the Justice League, Sandman was on the team. Like that okay. Sandman. He just showed up and he was like, and he was like, hey, Superman. Superman was like, hey, Sandman, you ready to go do, do this remember- shit? They were just there. Yeah. Do you remember the Max that show, or it was a comic? Yep. I, I was, was I a was comic and a show. And yeah. a show. They made an animation out of it. Um, but I, I, I really got into that, and that was similar, but not as deep and rich as as Sandman. But they did take a jab at Sandman once. Um, mm. When that one, I can't remember that that girl. That girl. She was talking about you know how death is hard and ugly, not some cute goth chick. And, <laughs> and I remember reading that going, oh snap. No. <laughs> yeah, Chief Queef, what's up? Uh right past the hey. gateway to muscle bound superheroes. And, and I don't think it's a gateway drug to superhero shit. It may be no, vice it's versa. A gateway but... away from it. Like right. oh gateway were, away. Yeah. Away from agree. it, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I agree with that also. Because sometimes, like I said, that and that's the thing about comics, because people think that comics is a genre. Comics are a medium. So in a medium, you can do anything. You don't have to just do this one thing over and all. Yeah. And that's one thing I yeah, do. Com- and that's and like I said, we I, we all have a preference. It's one thing I do like about DC over Marvel that DC will step outside the box a few times. With Marvel, you know what Marvel's getting. And I'm talking about even before D- Disney bought them. Marvel superhero, 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 superhero. Yeah. But when DC, you get different shit. Magic, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing, is he superhero? Is he not? Uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> Did you watch the new uh, Harley Quinn episode? Oh, yes, yes. That's the, I got excited about it. John Constantine is on that one. The real John Constantine, that guy. <laughs> yeah, so is uh, so Swamp Thing. <laughs> so is Swamp Thing. They get yeah. in a drinking contest. with. Oh, man. And, uh, Harley Quinn is a great show. Go watch it. Yeah, just we need to talk about it. Harley Quinn is a great show. That's the thing. This is <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. People talking about some I Am Groove. Oh, Marvel's killing with I Am Groove. Hell, DC killing Harley Quinn. Watch that yeah. shit. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, Sandman was a breakaway from like what Chief Kuif was saying. It's it, it, it was a breakaway from yeah, men in tights, you know, saving cats out of trees and you know, stopping criminals and stuff. Right. And yeah, that was that was refreshing back then. I mean, a lot of stuff was refreshing back then, you know. Um, yeah, for me, but, it was like same time, but he he's one of those British writers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this thing. So like, all those British writers brought like different different tones and different, you know. Uh, process of thought to American comics, like yeah. like Alan Moore, like they weren't interested in superheroes. They yeah, wanted to me, do yeah. something. They wanted to do deconstruction. Yeah, yeah, and that's like I, I reached a point, like in you know in high school, like around sixteen, seventeen. I did get bored of reading about superheroes, and Sin City was like, oh wow, comics can be about stuff that right. you know that doesn't involve capes hard you know? boiled right yeah nobody has you know? superpowers in there yeah and i discovered dark horse and they had aliens and predator coming holy shit all this cool shit that i like watching about watching movies about and they make comics so yeah I, yeah and i sandman and vertigo was similar 
you know, as far as like, you know, getting away from, yeah, the superhero, you know, motif, you know. So, yeah, so I mean, the closest thing Marvel has to that to me is Incredible Hulk. Because it's some writers that have done like some some really out there shit with Incredible Hulk where you can't even really classify him as a superhero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He runs with the Avengers and shit like that, but not really. Sometimes he's on his own, and sometimes yeah. people do do classic. Danny Case does classic superhero Hulk shit, but then you got other writers that will just step outside the box and just wait. Hulk, you can you can do anything with Hulk. Like he's more cerebral than other Marvel heroes. Most people don't they think he just smashy smash, but he really. You can do like out there stories with them, with the mind I, I, and all I that. Would, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, or like Tom King's vision was pretty. Uh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. family was, story. Yeah, family art. Yeah, yeah. and even Almost some like daredevil, horror. like some of yeah. some of Bendis's daredevil shit. And... Bendis did Frank Miller's daredevil. Yeah, like you step yeah. inside the box, like you. That, and that's the thing. Like that's why uh, a lot of people daredevil is their favorite Marvel hero because when Frank Miller started writing them, he was writing them like nobody, nobody writing comics like this. This is like hardcore listen since it was basically sin city it was <laughs> it was pg-13 sin city basically yeah yeah, yeah. you yeah, can totally so. see the influence of how yeah you know what became sin city all in right. there all in like the it's, it's the, right he planted dark the seeds Knight. right there same thing in dark yeah. Knight. you can see where so, the dark daredevil sort of or the were the roots to dark Knight and sin city in a way. right he was influenced by noir which was originally in comics before the comics code killed that shit and then frank miller just brought it back the shadow yeah. knows yeah <laughs> right so that's that's interesting but yeah so that's what i'm saying i can't really recommend sam sandman i like it me personally whether somebody listening to this will like it your miles may vary i don't know it's it's like i said it's a different type show it's not peacemaker you're not gonna go in here and laugh and get a million jokes shit like that it ain't that it ain't even funny it's so it's a hard show to recommend. I don't know. Why do I like this show again? Not even funny. <laughs> right. Oh man. All right. Let's let's get to another shit. Like you said, you were talking about prey. You watched prey all weekend. Oh. But yeah. you weren't the only one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So are we getting into this? Yeah. So you I, sent I, me I, this. I just had a second thought. Do I want to get into this now? <laughs> right, we're in such a good mood. Right, we was in a good mood. We were talking about comics and having a good time, but I'm sorry, the, the dogs of war are already in motion. Uh. So Let's let's go ahead and do it. Yeah. Let's see what you guys. So, like so I said, we're talking about geeks and gamers. Uh, I guarantee you, if you listen to this podcast, you listen to geeks and gamers because they pretty much do what we do, except they're racist and they got like a hundred times more followers than we do. So, yeah. Well, and I don't even know who these guys are. I never even heard of them until this week. They're, they're pretty big. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I guess this week, you know, it's been a week since Prey is coming out. And, um, you know, just like whenever natives are in the media, there's a lot of flack. And uh, I guess they wrote a review um, and they used the word squaw in, you know, describing um, Nuru's character. And they got a bunch of, <laughs> they got a bunch of like clicks and attention. And um, when they, when they found out about it, the editor actually said, yeah, we know it's a racist term, but it's it was racist in the past or something. I, I can't even wrap my head around <laughs> his uh, See, his excuse, you know? Well, so it's like, you know, when I think of like, what are you trying to say? But okay, you're not going to remove it or you, you admit it's racist, but 
<laughs> they know what they're doing. That's the thing about yeah, these yeah. gamers. They know what they're doing. This is yeah. not a mistake. They they know that they, it's dog whistling. That's what yeah. they're doing. They have so, a certain crowd and they are talking to that crowd. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I mean, yeah. So that that's that's what I've noticed since the week that Prey has been released. Mm-hmm. That, you know, whenever natives you know, make their presence known in the media or pop culture or, you know, whenever na- natives get attention, there's like this counter attention. There's the, you know, you know, the, the you know, get some flack, you know, <laughs> right. you know, um, you know, like natives, Hey, we exist too. And then here comes the, yeah, but what about, ex- yeah, everyone, all lives exist. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, that's what's happening. I've seen a lot of it. I've seen, yes. The squaw was one one thing. I've seen Naru being referred to as Pocahontas. Yeah, Pocahontas scalps a predator. I mean, even all, on know. Outright Geekery's fan Facebook page, which we need to get on that. I'm not over it. Am I over it? I think I am over it. Yeah, I need to talk to Gomez. I don't know if <laughs> and it might be yeah. on me. I need to. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. yeah, but that's yeah. We get a, we get a lot of that on the page also. So, but that's the thing. But see, like. Some people are saying it out of ignorance. They don't know. Maybe they don't know the term yeah. shouldn't be used. These guys are not the case. They know what they're doing. Geese and gamers know what they're doing because this is not nowhere near the first time they have done this shit. This, they pretty much built their page off this shit. And that's the thing about it. Like, we keep talking about that comic skaters, basically. So we talk about comic skaters all the time. We talk about, uh, like, how racist and assholes and sexist and xenophobic and bigoted like geeks and nerds and comic book fans are and we try to we want to tell ourselves that it's a minority like they're not the main part of the stuff we listen to but look how big they are you don't i know you haven't seen a number but if you look at their page they have huge numbers i'm pretty sure they're in the millions they get all kind of pages youtube pushes them facebook pushes them the reason they push them because they get so much traffic because they got so much traffic so if they're doing all these big numbers and they're doing it are they really the vocal minority Mm-hmm. or are they the majority of this shit we're doing yeah so i don't know it's 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 scary to think about it's definitely out there i mean um yeah. i like i said i've never heard of them so until like the other day you mm-hmm. know um and just and you know normally i because i've seen so much of it i've seen so much of these yeah everybody's ignorance is showing this past week when it comes to prey you know right. um and um even people that i know you know, people, I mean, a lot, a lot of non-natives who do mean well, they do have this preconceived notions on native culture and like, oh, why are these, so the, these natives are speaking English. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> like, right. You know? But like Thanos they, can speak English and you say nothing about that. Yeah, okay, like the, the dialogue is so fakey and shit. It's like, what, what did you expect these natives to sound like? Like, what the fuck? Like, how? <laughs> Me get them big wampum. Like, what the fuck were you expecting it to talk like? <laughs> right. You know, um, you know, it's like, and that's the thing is like, had this movie, it was originally pitched in Comanche, but the studio said no because had it was had it been in Comanche, there'd be so much more bitching. You know, right. this is America. About the subtitles, these, right? Here. Yeah, these predator movies is fucking woke, tra- and they already saying it was woke trash already. You know, just right. imagine if it was only in Comanche, they would have flip their shit this is america we speak english here blah 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 you know fucking uh and, and so they dumbed it down and whitewashed it for y'all and you're still bitching <laughs> right <laughs> you know 
And, and that, that's what I'm noticing a lot lately. I mean, there's a lot of cool shit. I had a post, which is still making me. I, oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that right before you got it. What is it like? At, you probably had a thousand shares right now. Dude, I like it's over yeah. 10,000. I don't know if those it's, numbers are right. <laughs> yes, I'm it, like, Eli, I saw the post, not from you, from somebody else on my Facebook page yeah. that I didn't even know knew you sharing the shit. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is Eli trending on, going viral for? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is that real? Because it's a little overwhelming. Like, really? <laughs> well, wait a You're second. A rock there's, star only now, like, Eli. <laughs> there's only like a thousand people in this group. How are there going to be 10,000? <laughs> like I said, it got shared on my page. I'm like, how the hell you know Eli? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm sort of focusing on that. You know, like, like I'm focusing on the positives about it. So when I, I've, when I see all the like, you know, the the ignorant posts, I kind of like whatever. But you know, the fact I think mm -hmm. what it caught what caught my attention was their excuse. You know, the oh right. well, we we recognize that it was a racist term in the past, but he's using it now, so it's not. I don't even. I like I said, I can't understand what they're trying to say. It's like saying, yeah, writing about Harriet Tubman and calling her the N word. And then saying, oh, well, we know it was, that's what they called them back then. So it's okay. Right. Or like, what are you, what the fuck are you talking about? That's basically what he's saying. He He's saying racist shit to get attention. That's what he's saying. Yeah. And, um, and so, so, yeah. And that's I mean, what his that's, fan, and that's what his fan base wants to hear. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. And that, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's what brought my attention to these guys. Cause I never heard of these guys. Yeah. You know? And that's the thing, like I said, we, like I said, that's what he looks like with, so whatever his name is and we try to not bring attention to these other asshole podcasts because like i said if you in these circles you know who these guys are but a lot of times people listen to us don't know these guys so i don't want to accidentally give them more numbers you know checking them out stuff like that yeah so. yeah. yeah um so yeah that it's been a, it's been quite the week of uh like i said i'm just trying to focus on the the, the positive shit and just you know because yeah it's it, you know, just soaking up the moment you know of right. natives getting to see a cool character of ours and you know and and uh yeah. you know um i mean that's the thing because the movie is out doesn't mean the work is done so yeah. the movie's yeah. out then that means that you eli have to do the heavy lifting that's why yeah. you got that post like the thousand. other day you know i mean like there's all kinds of like just ignorant stuff out there and i'm trying like how much of an asshole do i want to be you know should i because i know it's the internet and i know how trolls are I know people right. don't give a shit. Like if you try to educate and try to like, you know, you know, bust out some facts. I know that there's a, a, you know, like you said, a large number of people who don't give a shit about the facts. who don't give a shit about the truth. who don't give a shit about real history or whatever. And they're just going right. to shoot it down. So it's like, how far do I take it? You know? So I just kind of leave little tidbits out there and then just, you know, that's it. You know, I mean, cause yeah, there is a lot of, you know, misconceptions when it comes to native history. Like I said, everyone thinks Billy from the first movie is real, is the ancestor of Nauru. It's like, no, they're two different tribes, two different right. tribes from two different areas, speaking two different languages, different customs. They're not related. He's not their, her ancestor, you know? Um, and that's just like, you know, people, like people are so ignorant to native culture and history. There's hundreds of tribes in this country and we're not all the same. Um, and yeah, and like, I know rednecks love to believe that, you know, America whooped the Indians ass and all that shit, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, but no, it, 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 it was centuries of disease and displacement 
and destruction of natural resources that you saw in prey the the, the bison that you right. saw the fur traders they, they were destroying the environment right yeah right. they they slaughtered a whole herd of buffalo just for their hides you know because they were fur traders you know that's that that was a food source that was a, a main natural that was food clothing you know a lot of resources came from the buffalo for, for a lot of plains tribes you know um the forest the scene in the forest they the, the fur traders burned down the forest trying to capture the predator you know so that's that's that that's what led to genocide it wasn't the cowboys kicked the indians ass and the west was one yeah all those john wayne flicks are bullshit you know mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not what happened it was centuries of this shit you know um so yeah that's what's coming out i'm seeing a lot of misconceptions ignorance and bigotry coming out these last this last week but trying to like keep it at bay you know <laughs> until these guys yeah these guys kind of came up and were like what the fuck what the hell what are you talking right. about right and, and keep in mind these guys is tip of the iceberg so yeah. they they run with a with a crew i know all their names i'm not gonna say their names because i want to give those guys free publicity but yeah people know who they are so yeah yeah so, so. anyways i'm still digging prey we watch, I've been watching pretty much every night since it's been on. I'll just have it in the background. So do you know Comanche now? I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh. All right. So, all right. Now we can move on. We can move to the next, next part of the podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Like I said, this comic book bullies where we talk about comic books and we missed it last week, but we're going to try to catch up this week. Uh, one book I didn't know that came out that I probably should have read was Black Panther, but after people are telling me, I probably shouldn't have read it because it sucks oh, just it like other out? books. So, yeah, yeah. I didn't read it. Me neither. Did you read it? No. Oh. <laughs> I'll get around to it eventually. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know. I didn't know it came out. I just found out like right before we started. Like, damn, a Black Panther book did come out. But I got enough books. But Eli, I'm gonna let you go first. Let's let's see what you got. Um. Well, since we're since we're still talking about Predator, I'll I'll read Predator number one. Okay um by marvel this is the debut of marvel's predator series really so, this first one I, I, oh it was alien alien's was... been yeah so for those who don't okay. know dark horse comics excuse me dark horse comics had the rights to predator and aliens and they were you know publishing their comics for you know a good 20 years until the fox disney merger of 2019 dark horse lost the rights Marvel now owns the rights to Aliens and Predator, and Marvel started doing Aliens comics about a year ago, and now this is the debut of the Predator comic, just in time for the movie. So they timed it just right. So, um, so yeah, I picked it up, uh, and it's 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 I. Right. I mean, the art is really cool. Um, we start out, you know, it opens where you see these two Predators fighting. You know, they're, you know, running through a forest, you know, battling each other. And then one predator knocks off the other predator's mask. And then um, go the other predator kind of hesitates for a sec and then cuts off its head. And then the predator takes off the mask and it's revealed to be a human woman. Uh-oh. Whoa. And she's like, yeah, it's woke. And then the pred and she goes, damn it. And it turns out she is hunting predators. She's hunting one predator with a missing tusk. 
because it turns out that her family was murdered by predators. Then we go into the flashback of when she was a girl on a planet, you know, they're terraforming a planet. Um, predators come down and start slaughtering everybody. Her, uh, her mom and dad get killed by the predator. Um, during the final fight, I believe, yeah, um, she cut it off or shoot it. Anyways, she did stuff. Oh, it was her mom or was it her? No, it was. It was her. When the, when the predator was about to kill her mom, the little girl grabbed a machete and chopped at the predator's face and cut off one of its uh, tusks. So, um, so that's what she's been doing all her life is searching for this predator with a missing tusk to kill well, it. Like going from get... planet to planet or something? Yeah. Or... And, it, and throughout the book, it's revealed that, yes, she's been spending her whole life hunting predators, killing them, taking their tech, finding out their their you know their ships and their and the maps of all their planets they've been on their hunting cycles and you know the maps to where they hunt and all that and she's just been going around her whole life hunting down predators trying to find the one that killed her parents um and it's told like in flashbacks you know you get flashbacks of the of her kid and it's you know then we go to the present um it's pretty cool i will deduct some points because there was a a really long lull, like about a good five, four or five pages of just her talking to an AI computer. And it's just a big exposition dump. And it's just them talking. And it's just like, just stop the momentum. And we're like, damn, it just became just a drag to read for a little while. And then I mean, of is course, it information about the world or are they just talking about Whatever. Yeah, it's exposition. You're talking about, you know, her ship is, you know, she needs fuel. She's running out of food. They need to stop. She's on the run. She's a fugitive. She can't go to populated planets or she'll get caught by the system or the, 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 the space cops or whatever. Um, it's shit like that. But it is, it's, it's just her talking. It's her talking to an AI. It's just word bubbles for like five pages. And it just, just kind of became a drag, you know, right in the middle of the comic. So um just for that i'll give it a three out of five i did like the art i i dig the story i dig the concept of this you know this you know woman and with predator tech go, flying around space trying to find predator the predator that killed her parents i think that's I, i'm down with the story i just thought they charged a dollar like this was a five dollar comic <laughs> because yeah. it had I mean, extra the movie pages. did just come out so yeah <laughs> yeah it has a five dollar comic it had like 10 extra pages and five of them was just them talking that <laughs> <laughs> so you could have utilized those pages better. You know what I'm saying? So I'm on board. I'm down with the second issue, but you better not charge extra. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're going to put, if, you, if you're going to do something with those extra pages, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. So three out of five. All right. Next book I'm going to do is AXEX judgment day. Oh, so yeah, this uh, came out. This is uh, that, the, the big event, huh? This is a big event. Avengers versus X-Men versus Eternals. Everybody's favorite new superhero group. I mean, not really. Uh, but yeah, that's going on with this. So this is the is second issue of this going on. Uh, basically picking up last time where we left off is that they were, Krakoa was getting invaded by five monster Eternals that Druid uh, recruited called the Hex. That's what they call the Hex. See, is that this live? Yeah. So the Hex are just destroying Krakoa right now. And the X-Men have all uh, returned to Krakoa all over the world to just fight these five monsters. 
So let's get to it. So book starts off. Like I said, humans are basically divided on should they who they want to win. Some people want the Eternals to kill all the mutants. Some people want the X-Men to win. Some people want all everybody to get along, but whatever. But anyway, the X-Men are fighting the hex, these big monsters, and they just just wrecking shit. Oh, but they got Exodus with it. But those who don't know Exodus, like from the 90s, he was like Magneto's do boy. But turns out he's one of the strongest X-Men or mutants they have on there, you know. So they get in the ass, so the X-Men get the ass kicked, and they're like, we need help. And then that's when you get thunder, I mean, a lightning, a photon blast, and a vibranium shield right here. So you, that, you know what that means? Da, 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 da. The Avengers are here. Yep. And the X was like, if any one of them Avengers step foot on Kakoa, I'm killing them. You don't touch foot on sacred ground. They were like, well, they outvoted you. And, and that's what Magic said. Like, hey, Avengers, you want to kill these bastards? More the merrier. So they all down for us. So they, so the Avengers join in. X-Men join in. They're kicking ass, stuff like that. Meanwhile, Tony wasn't there because Tony is trying to create a god. How they're doing this, they actually go into detail about how they explain it. So Avengers Manton has a celestial built into it. So they're trying to find a way how to resurrect it. What the ha- what happened is that uh the celestials have been visiting Earth. So what they've done is that they have been leaving like breadcrumbs and trails of stuff they have all throughout the centuries. Like like Erishim left his thumbprint there. Tiamat left some stuff there. Even Odin's destroyer armor that uh, Erishim wrecked and folded into like origami. They took that shit. Uh, and they built a new AI. And since Tony like rode a celestial in was that that no shit, no ends, whatever. They're like using his memory of how to control oh, the co- celestial codex or whatever it was called or something like you remember when he rode in on celestial to fight no on that shit? Like a dark oh, celestial. Oh, like oh him. I thought you meant like no, like the to to the, the contact to other venoms. What are they called? The yeah, that guy. No, that guy. Yeah, I don't nope. know. But yeah. no, I, I thought you meant that codex that connects to, to all the other. Symbiotes. Oh no, yeah, not uh, this is that. talking about how Tony, Tony, controlled the celestial. That's yeah, he controlled celestial and wrote in on it, and it was like okay. venom synced or whatever like that. So yeah, say so like since you know how to control, we're gonna like mind control you to figure out how to control. So they're gonna build celestial, but they're gonna make it so the celestial isn't crazy because a lot of times celestial is just crazy. They just kill everybody. So we're gonna make it in our image we're gonna make god in our image tony stark's image but yeah uh fighting now so you got the x-men fighting and and they finally find an opening exodus flies inside of the big monster and use a telekinetic blast to just nuke the monster and any nearby mutants to just kill them also just fuck them whatever but it doesn't matter because it's x-men so they just they actually resurrect him five minutes later and he's right back fighting you know they're like okay let's go back in there and fight again so meanwhile okay so the x-men can resurrect but the eternals can resurrect also but they didn't tell anybody how they resurrect so what they do anytime one of the eternals died this is how it is in, in the new comics run right now they sacrifice a human so that guy's dead oh, to bring not, back that yeah to bring back that the, monster <laughs> No, nah, it was just some some Russian guy, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just just some random guy. He just died. Yeah. So they died and just brought him back. So yeah. So um now they're fighting. Oh, and Exodus dies again. <laughs> fighting with a guy chopped in half. They're like, oh shit. Bring him back. You know. So they're still fighting. Uh, and then yeah, 
the same monster that Exodus just blew up and killed, now he's back because they sacrificed a human to bring him back. So that's so you can't kill. So as long as one human is left on Earth, you can't kill Eternals. So it's like a a, a verse a battle versus Immortals. So that is like fuck the X Men, just kill Krakoa. So they're just wrecking Krakoa and just trying to crack it in half. They're like we kill the mountain, we kill the island, we kill everybody. You know. Uh, so Nightcrawler prays like, please God save us. You know, and God answers. Tony has awoken the Celestial, and the Celestial says, "Cease, stop fighting." He tells he tells the uh, Eternals on Krakoa Island to come back to Earth. I mean, come back to home base because whatever the Celestials say, the Eternals have to obey. It's like a uh, a genetic flaw; they can't they can't disobey it. So they leave and they think, "Hey, we won! Cool, we won!" And that's when the Eternal. That's when the Celestial says, "Yeah, I'm sick of all of you." I've, I've, all of you are petty. All you do is fight. All you do is kill each other. War. So I'm sick of it. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to judge everybody on this planet in the next 24 hours individually. And if more people ain't shit versus people that are shit, I'm killing everybody in the next 24 hours. And that's why he has Arisham's thumb moving sideways because if he goes up, we're fucked. Goes down, we're cool and the end so yeah so they just so tony stark just created a killer god so yeah all right the end yeah so i like it it's like i said it's a lot of stuff i skipped over a lot of stuff because it's a lot of stuff in these eternal books but that's pretty much going on right now so the story is cool it's getting there i give it a 3.5 out of 5 i, is I this number one version. this is number two Oh, it's number two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're smack dabbing this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, well, what you got? I guess I'll do Ghost Rider Vengeance Forever, the one shot. Ghost Rider. Let's see. Motorcycle Hero. Um, so, this is another $5 book. Damn. <laughs> Marvel going to get that money. <laughs> 32 pages, too. <laughs> but this is really cool though actually it's still benjamin percy you know he's doing the new series that i've been digging on i've been reading it um but this is juan jose rip ripe is that his name um doing the art and the art is dope the art is dope the was it brian valencia doing the colors the art is dope this is just a one shot and it's sort of like a celebration of 50 years of ghost rider so it's like a kind of an anniversary issue almost like an annual um and it doesn't it just takes a break from the the actual the current canon that's going on right now but it's just um it's just johnny blaze goes to what's this guy's name necro the tattooist i never heard of this guy if he's, if you i never have either yeah necro the tattooist he's like a, ma a magic tattooist his tattoos bring out the darkness in you or something so he that's what he does uh oh he's johnny, a ripoff of the tattooed man on dc okay okay <laughs> i guess <laughs> i've never heard of him so i was like is this an old guy and i didn't bother he's like a black him. lightning villain or something like that i don't know yeah, yeah yeah so johnny blaze goes to get tattooed from this necro guy and it basically starts bringing out all the old all his past and so this is where we get the celebration of ghost rider all through the years we get scenes from all the times in history back in the old west when he first started when he was on the horse you know the phantom rider yeah yeah we get some of that we get um 
back, you know, when he was just, you know, straight up ghost Johnny Blaze cruising around doing shit. Did they show Donnie the champions? Uh, um, we have some Donnie Catch. Donnie Catch. <laughs> Danny, <laughs> Danny Catch. Catch. Yeah. The cool scene where he walks into a bar and, and fucks the whole bar up and then finds um, uh, Blackout and ends up dragging him. <laughs> he puts his chains around Blackout and ends up dragging him with the motorcycle. That was kind of cool. Um, it shows uh, Vengeance, the character Vengeance, that one cop that became a ghost rider. Right. You like, get like and, super good. He was like Ghost Rider's Venom. He was like the Venom, the Ghost Rider. In yeah. The and then he ended up joining the, the team and she ended up becoming the a Sons good guy. of Midnight's and yeah. Yeah, the Midnight Suns. We get some Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider. Um, okay. You know, we get some of that. Um, and then we go the futuristic Ghost Rider, the twenty nine, the twenty ninety nine. What was it? Twenty four? What was it? What he was rode in space and shit. And twenty ninety nine. Yeah, we get the futuristic uh, Ghost Rider. We even get um, cosmic Ghost Rider at one a, a couple panels, just sort of like uh, you know. So it's just a celebration. So, of- some some people claim that Danny Cates ripped off that twenty ninety nine Ghost Rider with, with cosmic Ghost Rider because they said yeah. they're way too similar. But yeah, yeah, isn't it Frank Castle though? Well, yeah, Cosmic Ghost Rider is Frank Castle, but Ghost Rider 299 is somebody else. But they both ride in space and shit. So, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just a celebration of Ghost Rider and different times in Ghost Rider history. Um, the art is really cool. It was fun. I really dug this. I'll give it a 4.5. Fuck it, 5 out of 5. This might be my book of the week. Okay. It was, even though it's just a one shot. It it takes a break from the normal canon of the of the, of the regular story arc going on. It's just a breather, and, and it catches fun. you up. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's just, a Ghost Rider yeah. mixtape. I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah. You get the history of Ghost Rider in one book. Really cool art, you know. Um, so yeah, I really dug on it, you know. And it was five dollars, and yeah, I, I didn't feel ripped off. <laughs> no and because nobody asks, they want to know who is Blackout and why is Blackout not in Marvel Comics anymore. The reason you haven't seen him because in that Secret War comic, when he blacked out New York, Maria Hill snuck in and put two bullets in the back of his head. Boom. It was dead. So, yeah. Oh, yeah? I'm pretty okay. sure he'll be back, but whatever. Uh, next book I'm going to review is uh, Deceased. Uh, oh, okay. Now, Eli, you haven't been keeping up. You you don't keep up with Deceased. I, I haven't read Deceased in a while. Yeah. Okay. This is supposed to be the last one. That's what they're saying. So they say after this, uh, this is the last run of the series. It's supposed to supposed to go out with a bang with this one, you know. Uh, honestly, I don't remember what happened with the last DCs, but it kind of just picks up and runs just go from here. So let's just start. Let's see what we got. Oh, let's get them in there. Uh, and you got Dark Side versus you know the the new the just League, just League two point you know, or not even just League, the Trinity, you know. But anyway, let's get to it. Uh, the book starts off actually in the past with with Supergirl, basically showing how Supergirl came. You know how she escaped Krypton, and her her parents, you know, uh, Zorel, whatever his name was, they get her in the ship. They're like, "You got to leave. Krypton's about to uh, explode. Brainiac is about to eat us." You know, so and she escapes, and she leaves right before Krypton gets destroyed. But they don't send it to Earth. They send it to New Genesis. They send it to the new gods. Because why are we send you to Earth? You send you to a place where everybody has powers like you. You just fit in normally. Meanwhile, your cousin Kal-El is going to go to those backwater planet with the primitives. But you are going to be with the new guys. So she arrives there 
and all the new guys are zombies <laughs> because of the the because it's a zombie book, you know. So they attack her, and as last we see a Supergirl for now. I'm pretty sure she'll be back, but they don't show the rest of it. So, uh, yeah. And we're we're cut up, and yeah. So Damon's just saying, "I'm coming with you." Who is he talking to? He's talking to Superman, John Kent, and Cassandra, whatever her name is, the new Wonder Woman, the blonde chick. I can't remember her last name. Uh, he's like, you can't go to space, Damon. He's like, I'm Batman. Uh, we're going to the center of the sun, but I'm Batman. <laughs> I can come. You know, he's like, you can't come. And the reason they're going to the center of the sun because they found a cure in the last book. They found a cure for the zombies, so now they can revert people back to uh regular people. Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I, can, I, can, yeah. I vaguely remember this. Yeah, yeah. The last book. So they're going to rescue Superman, the OG Superman, Kal-El. So the last time we saw him. He got his arm chopped off and he went in the sun. Now he's eating the sun. So now they're like, okay, we got to get him out of there. And they were like, he's not your father, uh, Father John. You got to be careful. He's like, fuck, it, I don't care. I'm going in there to save my dad. So he goes into the sun himself and he flies in there. But the thing is, Superman, well, Kal-El has been sun dipping for five years. So he's way stronger than he's ever been before. And he starts kicking the shit out of everybody, you know. Uh, like Green Arrow, Green Arrow, he just goes through that shit. Everybody tries to pin him down. It takes all of them to barely get him down. They finally like hit him with the cure, and you see him later on, and he's, you know, he's cured. And they even gave him like an arm, where is he? So he boomed to his back, and they gave him like a metal arm. Where they got the metal arm from, I don't know. They may say it later on. And not only did they rescue uh Superman, they also rescued Clark Kent because he was also zombie five. So they brought him back. He was like, hey, I'm back. Hey, Martha, you know, so, yeah. So, and then, so now they find the cure. Damon's just like, well, I got to tell Alfred what happened. He ain't going to like what I got to tell him, but I got to tell him. So Damon go tells, uh, yeah, he tells Alfred. But the thing is, Alfred shot all of them with, with a shotgun. Bruce, Tim, Dick, Nightwing, all of them, he shot them all. So there's no cure for a shotgun blast. And he's like, man. If I was just waited, we wouldn't find a cure. But I killed my sons. And he starts crying. I'm like, that's uh Tom Taylor always got you cutting onions, you know. But uh <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Brainiac is invading. He's about to destroy everybody. Uh, but since it's two Superman and Calais has been Sunday for five years, he is way stronger than it was before. So they just run through the Brainiac people. Are those you know, and then robots, it, right? Yeah, Brainiac robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they just robots. They're not uh yes, yeah, so because Brainiac zombies. is about to yeah, they're, they're not, not zombies. Robot they're, just, zombies. <laughs> they're not robot zombies. I don't think that though they might be, I don't know. They're but not they run locks. through them. <laughs> yeah, they're not Deathlock, not evil cyborgs like that. So so they run through them and then both the uh Superman, because there's not two Superman on Earth, it's like, well, let's go see what Brainiac's doing, you know, because he's right there and he goes in there and they see Brainiac and he is I don't know if he's, I don't think he's zombified, but they ripped him in half. Who ripped him in half? I don't know who they said. The gods. Oh, yeah. He said the gods did this. The gods are coming. All the gods are zombies and they're going to kill everything. And nothing you can do to stop it. Kalel or your son. To be continued. So that's the book. So, okay. like I said, this is supposed to be the big grand finale of the deceased thing. I kind of want to see where it goes. Honestly, I thought they already fought the gods on the last book, but they're going to fight him again. So, okay, Zombie Spectre, give me that. Give me Zombie Spectre. I'm I'm in for it. But yeah, so uh, yeah, what you got? Oh shit! Since we're doing DC, let's. I'll switch to DC. I'll do Jurassic League. 
okay. number. Whoops, wrong, wrong app. Jurassic League number four, is it? Jurassic League number four. Do, 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 do. Yeah. So this is just how it sounds. It's the Justice League, only they're dinosaurs. So you get to see dinosaur versions of everybody. Um, and so this is written by Daniel Warren Johnson. I'm a big fan. He did Murder Falcon and the Beta Ray Bill book, Wonder Woman Dead Earth. Um, he's doing do a power bomb, which I'm reading right now. He did Extremity. Bunch of cool shit. I'm a big fan of him. I love his art style. However, he's only writing this and doing the covers. Um, not to say that the art is bad. I know you wanted the art also, but you wanted yeah. his signature style. Yeah. yeah, he's doing the covers, but he's not doing the you know the inside. Um, art isn't bad. You know, I'm not shitting on the art. I'm just saying I wish Daniel Warren Johnson was doing this, but he's doing so much other shit. You know, right? He usually does write and does the art to all his books. He's always doing double duty. So takes a break from this one but this is just this is just stupid fun it's the justice league as dinosaurs um kind of like an origin story all these dinosaur superheroes are meeting each other for the first time you have super sore which is the superman dinosaur raised by cavemen <laughs> <laughs> so he knows what human he has he knows what about humanity and has a lot of humanity we have Vatasaur. civilized dinosaur. Okay, yeah, yeah, civilized dinosaur who who feel who can be empathetic to humans. Um, Batasaur, of course, is a you know the Batman. You have Wonder Don, I think her name is. It's the Wonder Woman dinosaur. You have the Aqua Aqua something, the Aquaman dinosaur. I can't remember all their names. <laughs> mm-hmm. The Green Hornet or Green Horn Green Hornet, <laughs> Green Lantern, um, Green Lantern dinosaur, and yeah, so. Basically, they're fighting Atrociosaurus, you know, and Atrocitus, Joker, yeah, but yeah, yeah uh, the, and the Joker, Joker Dactyl or whatever, and um, the Reverse Flash, Flashosaurus or whatever, um, because they're trying, they're trying to, um, there's an egg that's deep within the bowels of the Earth that they're trying to, like, hatch. They're trying to hatch this dark egg full of all this dark energy and shit, and all the, and. Um, and in this issue, they're trying to hatch it. Aquaman's trying to like destroy it. Um, we have a heart to heart with Super Saurus and his caveman dad um, about you know he, how he wants to protect everybody. And the, and the caveman dad says, "No, you're meant for great things. We'll be okay. You should help these other superpowered dinosaurs, such as yourself." You know. So it's like a little you know you know the 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 Mon Pa Kent talking to Clark shit. Um, it's nothing you don't, you haven't seen before. You know, it's just a, a, another Justice League story. Only they're all dinosaurs. They're, they're in Metropolis. That's the name of the, <laughs> the city. At the end of the book, um, the, the egg hatches and out pops. What, what do they call them again? Out oh, I feel like pop. it's Plastic Man. It, no. It's Plastic the, Man, the, isn't it? No. It's dark, darky low side. Oh, not dark side. Dinosaur dark side. <laughs> dinosaur dark. I wish I should. Here's the, here's the image. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me blow you up. Let me blow you up. Let me get in here. 
there he is. Oh yeah, okay. So he's like a, a Stigler Stiglosaurus kind of. He's yeah. an Ankylosaurus. That's our friend. He's an Ankylosaurus. They look like oh yeah, the one with the, the the tail, the spiky tail. Yeah, the spike t- had a bunch of like um like bumps and armor all over its back. So yeah, um, okay. So it's dark, dark, darky los. I had a <laughs> darky low side. That's who pops, who hatches from the egg, and that's what it's like to be continued. <laughs> Darky low side is. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just stupid fun. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I give it a four out of five. I, I I'm, it's I've read four issues so far. There's only two more. I might as well finish. I will hang on, write it out, see what happens. Yeah. Uh, all right. So next book I got is Kalel, Son of Superman, uh, number fourteen. Oh, did you I read did you read? This. I, I read, this, read it. Yeah. Cool. Okay, just making sure. Uh, like I said, this is picking up the storyline from left off. Trying to see where is that picture? I think it's there. Let's pretend like it's that. Okay, yeah. So picking up where it left off. So Kalel, well, not Kalel, son of Kalel, <laughs> Jonathan is going to. They, they're doing an all out assault. They're about to evade, invade uh, Gamora. They're about to just go in there and take it down uh, because they think, think they got enough evidence to do it. So first thing when we start off, we got Superman's mom. Lois Lane, you know, she is now uh she's now working for that podcast, the truth. So she has her own podcast. She basically saying everything that happened, telling everything that happened, how evil this uh country is, Gamora. Now everybody knows. The president didn't know, like, uh, come on, Biden, you're supposed to know this stuff, you know. Uh he's got evidence. They basically have businesses all over the world, and President Ben is just like, you know what, I don't care. Anyway, let's switch to defensive mode just in case somebody want to try some shit so he puts a defensive shield all over the country so nobody can get in and grapple you know and like he said okay now we wait and let's see what happens so that's when we cut to those those guys those terrorists that were helping them or those revolutionaries what it's called revolutionaries uh eli remember this guy zebra man the guy that uh got his dick bit off in that watchman book or bit somebody's dick off i do now Anybody that's been listening to this podcast long enough, try to answer the question whether he got his dick bit off or did somebody bite his dick off. I can't remember which one, but it's on one of those episodes. Biter or dick bitey? Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't say in this book, but we we say before. Uh, yeah. So he meets all the revolutionaries, and they're basically just saying, you know, they're like, "You're Superman. Why don't you just go in and just knock the thing down?" He like because I don't know what they have over there. Uh, for all I know that thing might be rigged to stop me. Like I said, this is Bendix and he's working with Lex Luthor. So whatever I do, they're probably ready for me. Plus they got a kryptonite gas man over there right now. Like, how you know about that? Uh, I dreamed it. Like you dreamed it. Yeah. From the dreamer. Cause the dreamers with the team too. So yeah, they're like, don't ask any questions. So basically just like, and hey, basically, uh, yeah. No, dreamer from Sandman. <laughs> uh, no, not dreamer from Sandman. I don't think she's even related to Sandman. This is just, a supergirl character but yeah <laughs> it's a lot of dream people <laughs> going on but yeah uh but yeah so basically and basically jonathan is telling everybody look if i'm bringing you revolutionaries on this uh attack with me you can't kill anybody nobody dies because bendix is mind controlling these people and then like the big revolutionary just says look if one of those big monsters come for me i'm killing them that's just weird, what it is you're like no the fuck you not i'm superman so if you do this shit i'm stopping you you're like look this is war like i don't care if it's war if you're not good enough to stop these people without killing them 
then maybe you're not good enough to come with us. You know, they're like, ooh, Superman burns you, and he even used heat vision, you know. Uh, and that's what it's like, look, and he and that's when you hear a voice in the background saying, Y'all better listen to Superman before he fuck you up. And that's when Damian Wayne, and he's like, Jonathan, how the hell are you gonna invade a country without me? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Uh so then uh Jonathan hugs Damien at super speed because in that dream that dreamer sent him, Damien had died also. So he's like, I'm glad to see you again. So you know. Uh so then okay, so now everybody's ready to go to war and they go. But before they do that, Superman and Jay go to the Fortress of Solitude. And what Superman is doing, he's giving because he likes since you your identity has been exposed, I'm giving you a super suit. So you can have superpowers now. Cause I gotta have you in the if you're gonna be in the field with me, I need to make sure I can trust you. So then he hands him a ring. He's like, Don't you need to get on your knees for that ring? You're like, no, it's not that type of ring. It's a it's a legionnaire ring from the 31st century or whatever. So that way he can fly. So now he has the power to fly now. So he gives it to him, gives him a super suit so he can protect him a little bit. And basically the plan is he's going to drop him in the uh in that bubble of Gamora so he can deactivate it and then we can send in Superman and the Revolutionary Army. But Johnson like, I can't drop you. I'm used to catch people. I can't drop people. He's like, don't worry. I'll drop myself for you. So he phases himself through John's arms and just falls, you know. But while he's falling, he's like, well, I got the Legionnaire ring, so I, I can just phase through the, the wall and I can fly. But the thing gotta, is, if you... I got to say yeah. that panel of John, like, oh, shit, concern. Yeah, because yeah, because he's was, not used to dropping people. Yeah. That was touching. I got to say, just that panel right there. He's away. Yeah, it's... And yeah, he's like, he's like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. Yeah, I got to... He's... I can't help him. He's got to do this and I got to wait and hopefully he's going to be okay i just that was a good panel it was a good panel because he's just like I, he's on his own because it's hard for superman because superman has a hero complex khalil mm-hmm. jonathan whoever is superman so watching people that he can't help it hurts him you know but the thing about you know uh jay is that he's he if he flies he has to be solid and in order to face through stuff he can't fly so he can only use one power at a time and i thought that was pretty pretty clever so he sees bad guys he just faces them, just walks through them and jonathan's seeing the whole thing with his x-ray vision telescopic vision but he can't help him you know yeah so he gets there and he sees uh all the guys protecting the the bubble shield and he's just like well why don't you just ask them to turn it off like okay well y'all turn it off they were like sure will y'all please kill bendis for me <laughs> like yeah and that's it so they deactivate the bubble and that's when the rest of the guys come in. So that's when Superman comes in, revolutionaries come in, Damien comes in, they're just kicking ass. So yeah, revolutionaries, that Dreamer comes in. I forgot about Dreamer. Uh, and that's when Dreamer gets a, another premonition, just like, oh shit, you need to go save Jay right now. Go find him. And he goes in there, and that's when Jay busts through the wall, and he sees Jay. He's like, oh shit. And that's when we get his mother is like the main guy, well, main villain that Benny's is sending after him. So yeah. Yeah. Which it was set Which up I thought, remember issue, I thought right? it was Lois. That was Lois. Uh, right. Like it's yeah. right. Wrong, wrong mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, yeah, the book is going on. Like I said, it's I I'm I'm loving what Tom Taylor's doing with Jonathan. He's making Jonathan his own character. This is stuff that you know you can't see Kalel doing. You can't see Clark doing this, but you can see Jonathan doing this. He's making these characters have their own personality, now, and I'm liking that. So yeah. Oh mm-hmm. uh, shoot, what, what did you get next? Well, my last book I got is Han Solo. I didn't save any. What am I doing? 
I didn't save any images. <laughs> the theater of the mind. You just... <laughs> I was about to pull up an image. I don't even have any images. <laughs> um, so this is number five, Han Solo and Chewbacca. This is like takes place between like before episode four, before A New Hope. And um, it's about Han and Chewie's smuggling days, back when they were working for Jabba, doing crimes, doing dirt smuggling you know and they get hired by jabba to go find the urn which ha- which contains the ashes of one of jabba's rivals um and that's basically what's been going on and it turns out he wasn't they weren't the only ones jabba hired so there's all these other smugglers trying to find it um at one point they go to corellia which is han solo's home planet meets an old man that says he's his dad so they have a reuniting uh, of sorts, and the dad ends up joining them on the heist. They end up uh, backstabbing Greedo. Yeah, Greedo had to come along with because he knew the place where the urn was at. Um, Han Solo ends up backstabbing Greedo and ditches him on the planet. Um, Black Chrysanthemum shows up at one point and um, starts fighting Chewie, kidnaps Han, and Chewie has to go rescue him. There's a big old fight. And they escape. So this picks up them escaping um, where Han was being held um, captive. And they shoot their way out. They end up getting picked up um, by another crew of criminals led by Tonga, who appears in the Bounty Hunter books. Um, and Greedo is with them. Like, you know, they have Greedo with them. And Greedo's all pissed at Han for ditching them and shit. And, um, they basically say, you know, hey, uh, where's the urn? We're here to get the urn. He's like, I ain't got the urn. Some guy that says he's my dad took it, stole my Falcon, stole the Millennium Falcon, and took off with the urn. You know, so they say, well, we might as well just kill you right now because you're, 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 you know, you're useless to us. You don't got the urn. He said, wait, wait, I do know where he is, and um, I put a tracker on the guy. And it turns out. You know, that guy, they tell him, that guy that says he's your dad, he's not your dad. He's actually a con man. And he's, I forget his name. Uh, wait, what the hell is his name? Corbus Tyra. I don't know. I, I don't know who this is. I've never heard of this guy. I don't know. And I, again, I didn't bother Googling if he is was. He, is he, so you don't know if he's supposed to be somebody? Like if he's maybe supposed just... to be some. I've never heard of him. But he's some famous criminal who basically pulled a one over on Han. And hmm. said he was his dad, stole the urn and the Millennium Falcon, and now took off to go, you know, cash in on it. Um, Han Solo's like, I never, I knew he wasn't my dad. I didn't trust him, but I put, that's why I put a tracker on him. So I know where he is. He's on this whatever planet. And um, and then right when that happens, the guards come out and start shooting and they have to shoot their way out. You know, they shoot their way out. Chewie gets shot. He gets stunned and he gets arrested. And um, Han's like, we ain't leaving without Chewie. He said, well, we know where we're going. We know you told us where the urn is and where the guy who says he's your dad, where he went. So we really don't need you. And Greedo mm. shoots Han. Straight up shoots him. <laughs> shoots him. <Okay. laughs> and they're like, oh, damn, you just killed Han Solo. So he's laying there with a bullet or a laser in his gut. And then we cut to Chewie going to jail. He's in some space jail. He's in a prison. He passes by Ezevan and Ponda. Remember those two guys in, in the cantina in the first movie and Ben Obi-Wan cuts off the dude's arm and shit? Mm-hmm. He doesn't like you. 
I have a death, you know, they, those guys. They run into I them. I don't like you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like you either. Yeah, those guys. He runs into them, but he's in jail. And then he heard, you know, uh, Chewie's in like a cell and he's like screaming, pounding on the walls and you hear Chewbacca. You know, how'd your handsome self end up here? And it's Lando. No, it is. No? Okay. I'm trying to get the one panel. Here we go. Okay, here we go. We get that? Oh, crap. Here we go. It is, what's her name? Ma- Maz? What's her name again? Maz Kada? Kanada or something? I, 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 yes, okay. Yeah, her. Okay. <laughs> that's who's, that's who's that's in right, the That's right, because she, she knew yeah. uh, Chewie. Yeah, okay. And I remember she said, that's my boyfriend. I like that, Wookiee. So now <laughs> they're, in jail. Wookie? they're in jail together now. <laughs> that's how they get to know each other. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, look, what happened then stays there. That's <laughs> <laughs> just jail, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is just disagree. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this is this is the not like I said, I've been having fun with this. It's just Han and Solo, Han and Solo, Han and Chewie, you know, doing crimes, you know, in the Star Wars universe. And it's just fun. I- I've been having fun with it. It's like a crime caper you know, outlaws, you know, outlaws and, you know, in space. So I give it another four out of five. I, I had fun with this and I'm still digging the story. So. Cool. All right. Uh, Well, I'm booked out. So I don't know if you. So am I. Cool. I, right. Yeah. I didn't read Black Panther. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't, didn't know it was Black out. Panther. I'm pretty sure it sucks. So that's no reason to read it. All we're going to yeah. do is make ourselves mad. I mean, so, I would have. Yeah. I just didn't. Uh, this comicsology, man, the way. You gotta like it, right. It, you gotta you it's you gotta find you gotta look for yeah. it. I'm starting to get familiar with how to look for it, but I can I didn't do the search that I normally do. I just expect it just be on the front page, and you expect that you're not gonna find shit. So yeah, that's how it is. So we'll get better. We, we're learning. Yeah, because comic size isn't gonna get better. It's just gonna just stay the way it is. They don't give a shit. So yeah, <laughs> I know it's a pain in the ass. Now you gotta like select and then go to go to amazon to find your lists and it's right it's it's a pain in the ass yeah Yeah. uh yeah if you listen this long if like share subscribe uh like i said next week she hulk drops so yeah uh i will watch some more sandman i'll talk some more about sandman see what i think about that i might even read some more sandman comics i will not review a sandman comic on here don't worry i will not do it (laughs) i don't want to do the whole episode on one issue (laughs) uh yeah until then this is leroy This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bully time, same bully channel.